This is the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones of MrsChristyJones.com, episode number 110. In today's episode, I'm talking about serving your season. What season are you in? We all go through different seasons in our lives, whether it's marriage or singleness, pregnancy, motherhood, divorce, menopause, grief, loss, death, disappointment, the list goes on. But my question to you is, are you serving your season? Up next on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. Welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Little-Jones. I'm a relationship coach, a marriage and family champion, and the chief cheerleader for women all over the world. The Wife Wisdom Podcast is a real conversation designed to help you cultivate the heart of a wife. If you are single and desire to be married, if you are newly married and want to thrive as a wife, or if you are a seasoned wife and just need a little encouragement staying a wife, you are in the right place. If you are new to our podcast, woohoo! Welcome to the family. I am thrilled that you are here. And if you are already a part of my tribe and you don't already know, I love and appreciate you. Today's episode is about serving your season. And I thought that it would be appropriate to talk about this for several reasons. One, because we are all in the middle of a pandemic at the time of this recording. And being in this pandemic has been so challenging for so many people on so many levels. And it is a season that we are in. We will not be in this season forever. Thank you, Lord. But the, the key about serving your season is that it is there is purpose in the season, but it will not be forever. And when I say serving your season, I want to highlight the fact that so many of us do not serve the season that we're in because we want to do everything we can to avoid or hurry up the season. And I am totally guilty of that. Now, how many of you have said to yourself, oh, I hate the season that I'm in. I want it to go away. You either put your head in the sand and you do everything you can to just wait out, wait out, wait out the season right? You've got to wait it out. (laughs) You're trying to wait out this singleness. In the meantime, you're going to do whatever you can to get to that next season. Or let's say you're in a season of where you are, your finances are really, really tight, right? They're really tight because you, let's say you're, you're married and one of you lost your job and you're in a season where you've had to cut back and, and scale down tremendously, right? That's a season or you are in a season of pregnancy. And I remember when I was pregnant, my husband was like, woo, right? When, is she not going to be pregnant anymore? But, you know, that didn't last long because I had three babies in three years. So, <laughs> so 
but he it's it's a a very common conversation with husbands and their wives when their wives are pregnant their home hormones are all over the place there needs to be definitely some a program for husbands of pregnant wives because they're like who is this person who is this monster that i married and so i remember uh him just wanting to hurry up the season that we were in. He was not serving the season, right? But the the thing is, is like, we didn't really know better, right? And maybe many of you who are listening to this don't even know that you're not really serving your season. So when I say that you are serving your season, what is it that I mean? What I mean by serving your season is about, it's about embracing where you are right now, embracing the present moment. Stop making excuses. Stop hiding from your season. Stop avoiding the season. Stop procrastinating the season, but be courageous enough to face your season head on, head on with boldness, with courage, with certainty that this is the season that I'm in. And I remember being, Sky was, was just newly, she was a newborn. And I remember staying home and I told you guys that I was, I'm, I'm, I was, God created me to be able to manage a lot of things and a lot of things. Well, people who know me intimately are like, OMG, I have no idea how you are the family manager for a family of five, you work full time, you manage two businesses, you have a podcast, you are a a relationship coach, you are there for people, you've got, you know, like they, they're really like, wow. And you still prioritize self-care, right? So over the years, I've learned that that's just a the nature of who God's created me to be. So you can only imagine that when he gave me my greatest gift, which was the ability to be able to stay home with my children, and not to mention the fact that we had three babies in three years. So even sending them to childcare was like $3,000 a month. And that was definitely not an option. So being able to stay home with them for 15 years was truly a privilege. It was a blessing and a, a dream come true for me. Because when I was 12 years old, I talked about being married and having children and staying home with them because my mom was a stay-at-home mom. And I remember when I was in sixth grade, um, we I had an accident at school and my mom was home to be able to come and get me. I will never forget that moment because it was in that moment because I was I was at school and it was it was it was difficult and I would have had to stay at school for like four or five hours to my mom came home or got off of work to be able to pick me up because so many of my fellow classmates had to do that very thing. But it was kind of an embarrassing moment and my my mom was there to come and get me. And it totally made me in that moment say, I wanna be a stay-at-home mom for my kids because I wanna be there for them when they need me, if they need me. And it had it became a, a lifelong dream. And so when I was 
when I had Sky, she was maybe mm, eight, nine months, right? The the excitement of being able to stay home and having no sleep and <laughs> and nursing her and all of these things were wonderfully. I had got, finally gotten the hang of it about eight months in. And so then at that moment, I was like, okay, now what can I, I really want to start my, I want to start a business. I was um, doing coaching um, at the time I had graduated with a master's degree in health promotion management. I was doing a lot of um, counseling with women and health and, you know, being a health educator. So I was doing all of these things prior to even getting married. And so when I had Sky, I was ready to reintroduce this a, a new aspect of my business, starting a new business. I remember that vividly. And my and Adrian was like, babe, you just had a baby. Why are you trying to start a business? Why are you even trying to work on your business? I thought you wanted to stay home and and be here for the kids. And I was like, yeah, 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 but I can do both. I could do both, right? Because I've always been kind of that person, but I was not serving my season. My season was being a brand new mom. And yet I was wanting to, I had all of these ideas. You know, those of you know, you have ideas, even though you you have an idea box, right? You are sometimes can't even go to sleep because you have these amazing ideas that you want to implement in the world, right? So But what happens when we don't understand what serving your season looks like, we miss the blessing of the season. We miss the lesson that God is trying to teach us in the season. We miss the growth opportunity of what we're supposed to learn in the season that we are in right now. And so when I, I was, I kind of came to, right? So I came out of my multitasking mayhem, so to speak. And I was like, you're right. You're right. I really want to enjoy being home with, with, with Sky. I want to enjoy it. I want to relish in it. I want to learn from it. I really do. And so he was able to talk me off the ledge and I didn't, start a new business eight months after having Sky, but I, I was able to, someone who was able to balance me, God, God knew who I needed, right? He balanced me in that moment to help me to see the season that I was in. And so I'm hoping that this will help you to just be mindful, to be more self-aware about the season that you're in and what, and are you truly serving your season? And when I mean, what I mean by serving is, are you embracing the season that you are in or do you have the shakes? Are you trying to get out of this season as fast as possible? Most of us maybe, right? And I'm the first person to to raise my hand to not really liking the process, right? The process is not necessarily fun. The process is what people want to avoid. The process of your season, people don't like that because it's uncomfortable, because it's it make it's work sometimes, right? And sometimes people don't don't even want, or maybe they're not comfortable or used to even 
embracing the process, which is going to bring the development that the season's purpose has, because every season has a purpose. So we've got to be very aware of the season that we're in. We've got to recognize the purpose of the season and embrace the season, discomfort and all, and not try to push or avoid or hurry up the season. Make sense? So even in the season of this pandemic, I it was difficult for me early on, like in March when we every everybody came home everything was shut down. We quarantined. It was really challenging for me because of kind of what I was sharing earlier, just the multitask part of me. I was like, wait, 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 what's going on? What's going on? Right. We came home. I was excited for the first week, right? Maybe even the second, third week. But when it started turning into months, I was like, wait a minute. How, how long is this going to be? Because it, I was not serving my season. The season that the entire world was in was a season of rest, right? A season of shutdown, a season of stillness. The entire world God brought to our knees and told us to sit down. (laughs) He said, everybody's going to sit down. I'm going to shut the whole world down. And some people listened really well and they're like, okay, okay. We're going to sit down, we're going to shut in, and we're not going to move until you tell us to. And they've reopened and are moving along, right? And then there are some that did it. Like, uh-uh, you're not going to tell us what to do, right? Some people sit down, some people didn't. Some people wore masks, some people didn't. So, you know, all of these different things. But the thing is, is though the people who understood the season and served the season have come through the season. So, Where are you right now? What season are you in? Can you identify that season? I have numerous women in my life who are in the singleness season. They don't want to be in the singleness season. They want to be married or they they've been in this singleness season for a long, long time and they're tired of the singleness season. And they were excited about the singleness season initially, right? But now that they thought this singleness season may be only until they're 28 or 30 or 35 even, but now that they're 45 or 50 even, and they're still in the singleness season, they're like, all right, already. I think I've learned everything that I need to learn. Where what's, what's, I need to get to this next season, right? But again, If we don't learn the purpose of what this season is for, abuse is inevitable, right? If you don't understand the purpose of a thing, of a season, abuse is inevitable. One of my very favorite quotes by Dr. Miles Monroe, when you don't understand something's purpose, abuse is inevitable. So if the purpose of the season is to be married why are you trying to be single? Hello. If the purpose is singleness, why are you acting like you're married? If the purpose of the season is to save, why are you spending all the time? If the purpose of the season is to focus on your health, why are you not making your health a priority? 
if the purpose of the season of this of your season right now is to serve, why are you procrastinating on serving? Why are you hesitating? Why are you avoiding serving when you know that's the season that you're in right now? Serving your season has so much purpose. But the key for us is to know what the season is. We first have to identify the season. Secondly, we have to be obedient in serving the season. If we first can't identify the season, then we're, uh, we're really abusing the season, right? So we've got to identify the season first, and then we've got to be committed to serving the season. And that is standing in the season, regardless of how uncomfortable it is, regardless of even sometimes painful it is. I remember there was a season of my marriage that was very, very painful on different, in different, there've been a few seasons like that in my, in my 18 year marriage, right? Where there was a season of very difficult times that I've shared on uh, many of these podcasts where um, really rebuilding trust was really hard. And it was a very difficult season. There was a season in our marriage where money was really, really tight. My husband went out on disability and it really shifted our, our lives. And so the season was hard. It was difficult and I hated it. And I, it, I did not necessarily go through it gracefully. I was complaining. I was like, come on, Lord. I was, I was not, I did not necessarily learn what I was supposed to learn in that season the first year. So maybe that's why we had to go through it a year, a, another year until I, I really got what I was supposed to learn in the season. And that was, you know, so many different things, right? From appreciating what you have, you don't really need as much as you think you do, right? So there's certain things that we're supposed to learn in every season of our life that is designed to develop us into who ultimately into who God has created us to be. But if we miss the season, we miss the opportunity to grow and we may not be prepared for what God has for us because he's not going to give it to us if we're not prepared to carry it. So we've got to be serving our season. We've got to be aware of what it is, the season that we're in and, and really be very um, discerning and, and inquisitive as to what we're supposed to learn in the season that we're in. And so the season that I'm in right now, I'm, I just turned 50 and there were many, many things that I had expectations for. <laughs> when when I hit 50, right? Because I was I was talking to my dad uh several months ago and we were just having a, you know, we have really great conversations and I was saying, "You know what, dad? I never realized how difficult it was to be wealthy." <laughs> I never thought how hard. I never realized how difficult it was to be successful. Yeah. Now, my dad is a NFL Hall of Famer, top 2% of of football players who ever played the game of football ever in the history of the game, right? Top 2%. So if he's like, oh no, what do you mean? It's absolutely difficult to be successful. You've got to be a very um, self-aware individual. You've got to have a work ethic beyond 
sometimes above and beyond what people think it takes, right? You've got to be that kind of person. And so it, it, so when we are in the season that we're in, we've got to recognize that we want, you want to master the season, right? You want to make sure that you get whatever you're supposed to get, whatever you're supposed to learn from that season. So me being in this new season of, of just turning 50 and really honestly having some violations of my expectations, especially because of this pandemic, because you, you know, celebrating 50 is a pretty big deal. So, but celebrating 50 during a pandemic, right? It was total disappointment and um, on another level, but really God redeemed that because I had an amazing day on my actual birthday, but it really shows you that it showed me, let me talk about myself. It showed me that, oh, I'm not serving my season. The season that so many of us are in right now is a season of revelation. There's so many things that have been revealed to us during this season of the pandemic because we have been forced to be still. We've been forced to sit, sit down, do nothing, be with those people in your life and some are flourishing and some are not. Some have been, there's been revelation that, oh my goodness, I just love my husband and family and I just haven't spent nearly as much time or I have not made them a priority like I should have. I'm so grateful for this pandemic because it showed me that. And then we've had the other side of people who are like, oh, I don't like these people in my life and I need to shift them and I need to get new people in my life, right? And so there have been many revelations during this season of our life, but are you avoiding the season? Are you trying to push it away? Are you trying to hide from it, put your head in the sand, ignore it, hope, hoping it'll go away soon? What? How are you responding in this season? What is it that you are doing in this season? Or better yet, what is it that you are not doing in this season that you know you're supposed to be doing? We are about to move into a new year. And the thing is, is like the season is going to change. It's kind of like the, the, the four seasons that we have throughout the year. We've got winter, we've got spring, We've got summer and we've got fall and every season has its purpose. Every season has a, a reason in your life, right? So, but again, the, the other aspect of it is every season doesn't last. We don't have winter for 365 days. If you, you know, if you're in season, if you're in a place that has the four seasons, right? But if we don't have summer all year round, we don't have spring all year round. And the thing is, the key with serving your season is understanding the season you're in. Are you in a season of planting? Are you in a season of reaping the harvest? Are you in a season of celebrating? Are you in a season of serving? Are you a se in the season of just resting? What season are you in? And are you serving that season. And a part of serving that season is about obedience. And obedience is such a practice 
that has to become a part of your default, right? If you know you're supposed to do something, it's got to get to a place where you practice it enough where it becomes a, a habit or where you default to being obedient, regardless of trying to overthink it, right? Because delayed obedience is disobedience. Delayed obedience is disobedience. And when we are disobedient, we miss the blessing that's waiting for us. And so I, in this, in this season of, of, in my season of being 50, I have to admit that I have avoided or I've wanted to avoid the season that I'm in because I used to be an aerobics instructor. I used to um, be able to teach an hour long ab class. I used to be able to hold a plank for two minutes easily. Right. And the season that I'm in, my body has changed this season that I'm in. I I've really wanted to avoid a lot of what this new season has brought to me, but I, I have to say that I am shifting that I'm about to enter a 10 week challenge called slaying at 50. It's for 45 year olds to 55 year olds. And it's all about learning to not only slay in the season that you're in, but also make yourself a priority in every single aspect of your life. It's a transformational challenge from the inside out, from head to toe. And it's all about healing. And it's all about removing the, the lies that we've believed. It's about removing the, the distractions that have kept us from serving our season. It's about preparing for what's to come so that we are proactive. I am all about preventative, being preventative in nature. I have always have been. I'm the type of person who's gonna go to the doctor ahead of time. I'm not one of those who's going to the doctor because I have to because something is painful, it hurts, or is, is hanging off, right? That is not who I am. So this is an opportunity for those of you who wait, you know, you, you kind of put fires out. I, my husband's like that. He likes to put fires out. I prevent the fires so that we, 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 we're a good balance. He's a fire. He puts out fires. I prevent them or I, I preventative. Like I don't want a fire. Let's not even deal with the fire. So what do I have to do to prevent this fire from happening? That's what I'm going to do where Adrian responds to, "Uh Oh, it's a fire. Let me put it out. Very funny. So what in this season have you been avoiding? And I want you to write that down. What in this season have you been avoiding? Do you even know what season you're in? And if you do, have you truly embraced and been present fully in that season? And if not, why not? Is it fear? Is it anger? Is it bitterness? Is it sadness? What is it? Because every, because every season has a purpose. So there's purpose in the season that you're in. And if you don't recognize the purpose, you're going to abuse the season. So I want you to just spend some time in thinking about the season that you're in. What is it that you need to sacrifice in this season? 
What does this sacrifice in this season require? What does it look like? What do you have to give up in this season? Is it time? Is it watching TV? Is it friends? Is it your business? Is it family members? What is it that you have to give up in this season? Because I know if you're anything like me, I'm like, okay, I can do all of it. I can do seven things in this season. No, you know, you can't. You can't do seven things well, right? You've got to realize what the purpose is of the season and you have to respond accordingly, meaning what is the sacrifice that you need to give up during this season? So when I was, when I, I was a new mom to Sky, she was eight months old and I was wanting to go start a new business. I needed to give that up. I needed to put that on the shelf because that it wasn't the right season for me to build a business when I have a newborn at home. And I, my husband and I agreed that we, I would stay home. Right. So it's also under, understanding the purpose will help you to align with that purpose and your decisions will align with that purpose. If there's, if obedience is a priority to you, because obedience will bring the harvest, obedience will bring the promise and the, and the, the increase that you are looking for. And even the, the growth that's going to happen in that season, but it takes discipline. It takes commitment. It takes understanding that, okay, this is a season and it's, it's, it's not going to be like this always, right? Good or bad. So if it's a great season, you want this season to last the rest of your life, right? It doesn't. If it's a bad season, you want it to go be, you want it to go as fast as possible, right? Because you, and you be encouraged that this season won't last always. So that is what I wanted to talk to you about. And, and, and as I close, I want to invite you to participate with me in this new challenge. Slaying at 50. It's a challenge. It's a 10 week challenge. And um, my dear friend and sister, Tony, Tony Restrepo is launching this challenge. It is 10 weeks and it's about prioritizing every aspect of our lives from our health to our fitness to skincare, makeup, hair care, style, dating at 50. That's the session I'm teaching. We're also um, bringing your sexy back or gaining, getting your sexy back in marriage in the bedroom. We've got so many amazing women who are on board with this movement of the new standard of slaying at 50. Now, if you're 45 years old, I know you're thinking about, oh boy, 50s around the corner. If you're 55, you may be thinking, man, I wish I had done some things differently five years ago, right? Maybe even 10 years ago. I know I have. I wish I had done some things differently. And so, but you know what? The beauty of our lives is we can choose a do-over. We can start over. We can start over right now in any area. You can start, if you're arguing, me and my husband do this all the time. If we are arguing and I'm, it's just gotten too much, I'll, sometimes I'll say, babe, can we just do a do-over? And because we've, we've practiced this, he's like, sure. And so I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I wasn't listening. Or he might say, I'm sorry, I'm sleepy or whatever. 
And then we start over in whatever it is that we were expressing. Because the beauty of our lives is that you can choose a do-over at any time. So never think it's too late. If you want to go back to college and you are 50 or 55 because you didn't get your your degree or your high school diploma and you want to get your GED or whatever it is, guess what? You can make the decision to do that right now today. So don't ever think that it's too late. So if you're the, in the, between the ages of 45 and 55 and you want more information, I want you to go to bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash slaying it 50. Bit.ly forward slash slaying it 50 for more information about this amazing transformational challenge. Now you've got to hurry. So if you've listening to this podcast within two days (laughs) of when it was um, first aired, which will be October the 12th, 2020, then you are within the window to participate in the challenge. Okay. So with if the, the 12th, 13th, 14th, even the 15th this week, you can participate in this challenge. And I want, one of the things that I have such a heart to do is sisterhood is so near and dear to my heart because I love the women God has brought me into my life who are my ride to lifers. They are priceless to me. They are everything. I've been friends with them for over 25 years and all of them that are my ride to lifers. And they are just so precious and valuable to me. And I know that so many women do not have that in their lives. And so I am really working on a, a community of sisterhood that I want to provide for you, for just the women that God brings into my life. Because I want you to know that you're loved. I want you to know that, that you're amazing, that you're celebrated, that you are, and, and that you can do it. Like I'm that person, that cheerleader that is, believes, believes that anything that you want to do, you can do it. And if I can encourage you, hold your hand, get in the trenches with you to, to help you get started, to get through the the, the fear or the blocks or the negative self-talk or the doubts that you have to help you get to that place, then I absolutely want to do that. And so I am inviting all of you, all of my listeners to connect with me personally. So all you need to do is text podcast to 202-918-3242. That's podcast to 202-918-3358. And you will get my contact information. And the very first thing I would love for you to do is to text me and let me know. I'd love to get to know who you are, the things that you are dealing with, the things that you love, the things that bring you joy. And we could really create an amazing sisterhood. So in fact, Let me just pause for a minute, grab your phone right now, grab your phone and open up a text message and text the word podcast, right? And then you need to put the number in 202-918-3358 and click and then send. And then something's going to come up 
and then you are going to be able to give me your contact information and then we can stay connected. And so, and then start cultivating this priceless sisterhood that is so valuable to those who actually have it. And so again, thank you so much as always for being a part of my life, a part of this podcast, because without you, it would not be existing. And so thank you for your faithful listenership. I appreciate you. Thank you for the the many notes and DMs and emails that I get that this is a blessing to you. I appreciate you more than words can say. And I look forward to connecting with you even on a deeper level. And so again, remember the season that you're in and be committed to serving your season. I love you and I will connect with you next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I hope that it was encouraging, inspiring, supportive, or just maybe it made you feel like you were not alone. And so thank you for joining me. If we are not connected yet, I would love to connect with you over on social media on Instagram at wife.wisdom. And we can connect there. Please DM me how the Wife Wisdom Podcast has encouraged you, how it has supported you, how it has been brought up aha moments for you. I read and value and cherish all of the testimonies that I receive from you. So please, please, please keep them coming. And if you have not already rated our podcast on iTunes, please do so. You would just go to iTunes. You could go down to the very first episode where it will say, write a review. And so by writing a review, it helps other women who are looking for the Wife Wisdom Podcast to find it. And so please rate and review our podcast and it helps other people to find uh, our, our different episodes. So again, thank you so much for not only joining, but continuing to share this with your family, your friends, your sister circle. I so appreciate you and value your consistent listenership. So have an amazing week and I look forward to connecting with you next week. The Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones was created to help you cultivate the heart of a wife by giving you practical tools, tips, and techniques to live happily ever after. Well, at least most of the time. (laughs) So until next week, keep learning, keep listening, and keep love first. Bye-bye.